everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Howdy do. <laughs> so this is a horror movie podcast. Uh, we talk about horror films every week. Although this is our news edition of the show, mm. uh, which we try to do most weeks. Sometimes there's maybe not enough news to actually do it, but this week we do have a few interesting things, some mm-hmm. trailers to look at, uh, and we'll, we'll dive into it. So, uh, Have you ever uh, watched the newsroom? I I watched the first season of the newsroom. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, and people don't realize it, but that's kind of like what this show is like behind the scenes. <laughs> it's just like we're constantly just walking around, but like, you know, like oh, like another movie got delayed. You're like, ah, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> lot lot of quick pans from between yeah. us, from me to you, as as we're as we're correlating the news. Uh, don't, don't believe a word of it. I do all the news currently, and Tim Tim has a nice light in <laughs> on a Sunday morning. It's true. <laughs> whilst, whilst I do lots of work, which admittedly I could do the night before and choose not to. <laughs> so I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much for it, but <laughs> still. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, news. Let's get into the, the horror movie news of the of the week. Uh, so first up, Babysitter uh, from Netflix. Mm. We, we liked that movie quite a bit. It was a, a genuine <laughs> surprise in 2017. Uh, yeah, 2017. Uh, so there's a sequel coming, and they've got a release date. It is coming September 10th this year. Oh, it, cool. it's got a title as well. Okay, it's not just a babysitter too. It's called the Babysitter Killer Queen. Uh, oh, okay. Should so, be fun. I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the characters from the first one are back. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how, given that <laughs> <laughs> most of the characters yeah. I'm pretty sure met their demise, but. Maybe it's a prequel. I, I don't know. Uh, no, mm. actually, not. the first thing in the description is two years after. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, so, obviously, the character of the babysitter was uh, B, which is why they're going with the Killer mm-hmm. Queen, kind of the pun title. Is, uh, did, wait, did you say uh, September or December? It's coming out. September. Oh, so soon then. Soon, yeah. I, I oh, imagine. Okay. I mean, it's one that we probably could rush to do the, the weekend it hits. I feel like mm-hmm. it's probably going to be an early October Thon movie, though. Uh, we've got okay. a few sh- few slots uh, there to fill, and this seems like it. And because the first one was an October Thon movie uh, back in 2017. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. So, nice bit of legacy there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see uh, how developed this. The, the kids. Uh, obviously has went through puberty and looks much older <laughs> than he did in the first one. Ooh, how do you know that? Because everyone goes through puberty at that age. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and there's Take some, your word for there's it. some photos <laughs> in the article of them. Uh, and he looks taller and more, I don't know, dare I say, Leon S. Kennedy-esque. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want from me, Tim. Uh, the first one was a really pleasant surprise, uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to checking this out. Hopefully, it's even if it's not as good, as long as it's like a decent sequel, I'll be yeah, fairly happy. Sure, I think the first one was fun, and yeah, as long as this one's fun, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's that's what you come here for the stunning insight <laughs> of the of the Tim. All right, next up, uh, so. You know how sometimes we complain that we've got too many new horror films to keep up with and we don't get a chance to do as many classic films as we'd like and, and stuff like oh, that? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, despite the fact that there's a pandemic this year and we should have less <laughs> movies, Bloomhouse 
decide to just oh. say, hey, we're going to put out four original movies on Amazon in October. <laughs> four! Uh, yeah, I, I heard about that. I saw like some image or something going around, which I... <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't be, have been bothered to look further into it, but um, yeah, that, that sounds crazy. I don't know, like, I'm assuming these are things that were, like, maybe they'd been holding on to for a while and they're just like, you know, screw it, let's release them, or... I don't know, I mean, it, it kind of almost seems like... Did, did Blumhouse do that thing on Hulu? Are they the ones who did Into the Dark? They did, uh, although I I think they, they haven't done one for, like, the last month or two i, I believe because well, i don't think they had one for july well probably because when the pandemic happened they had right, to stop yeah, making yeah. them <laughs> so yeah. I, I imagine that's why uh, <laughs> oh no i yeah I, I mean i got that I just i was yeah. surprised I, I don't i never remembered hearing like any i mean <laughs> admittedly i'm not looking for that news I, I suppose but i feel like uh i don't know they would have had some type of announcement or something but maybe yeah. i missed it it's so they're calling this the welcome to bloomhouse program and they've got okay. eight They've got eight movies uh, planned, four of which are dropping in October. The other four will be at a later date. And okay. But they are movies. But at the same time, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, like, do we look at this like Into the Dark, where it's not a high priority because they're kind of like a series of TV movies, essentially? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. mean uh, is that how you describe Into the Dark? Kind of. I would say so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, four brand new Bloomhouse produced movies coming for Amazon, to Amazon Prime in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, those eight I, mean, I, I guess you can, yeah. I mean, I guess we can kind of take it like you know, base by base case, you know, uh, uh basis. Like you know, it, I'm sure they'll probably have trailers or something, and oh sure, yeah. maybe you know, if some look good, check it out. If not, you know, um, I don't know, just <laughs> check it. I guess. Yeah. So the the films that are coming, uh, I should say four films as double feature starting on October sixth, which will be the Lie, directed by. Vina Sud, who worked on The Killing in 7 Seconds. Uh, that'll come with Black Box, which is directed by up-and-coming director, writer, Emmanuel Ozzy Kafur Jr., uh, who worked on Born With It. And then, launching October 13th, uh, the double feature of Evil Eye, uh, from Ilan Dasani and Rajiv Dasani, uh, so co-directors mm-hmm. there, who worked on a movie called Jin and A Day's Work. I think I've heard of Jin, but maybe I'm just thinking of an old movie with the same name. <laughs> to be honest, that's entirely possible. That's like a, yeah, like a, I, it's just I, a common enough title, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I want to say that might have been on Netflix for a while or something. Mm. I, uh, I I do like my Jin movies, uh, so I I want to say I might have even seen that, but I can't. Re- I don't remember a thing about it. <laughs> I'm assuming it probably wasn't that great. Yeah, and then the second one on that date is Nocturne. Uh, which is written and directed by Zoo Quirk. Uh, mm. What a name. Uh, who worked on <laughs> Zugzwang and Ghosting. That was Zugzwang. Maybe Zugzwang is the correct pronunciation, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm right. curious. I'm curious about this Zoo Quirk and his, mm-hmm. his movies. Uh, so, The Lie... So, there's a, there's a brief description for each of them. I'll just quickly kind of mm-hmm. give you these. Uh, so, in The Lie... When Natalia's daughter confesses to impulsively killing her best friend, two desperate parents attempt to cover oh, up the... Her- oh, what was that? I said, oh, jeez. Ah. <laughs> attempt to cover up the horrific crime, leading them into a complicated web of lies and deception. Uh, stars Muriel Enos from The Killing. Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Uh, Peter Skarsgård from An Education. Uh, yes, and Joey King. Yeah, I actually know all these actors. Joey King, of course, is the, the young stream queen from... Uh, your your Annabelle prequel and your 
uh, Ouija prequel, and most recently she was in Becky, I think. Is that Joey King? I thought that, wasn't that like Lulu or something? Oh, that is Lulu. I'm, I'm mixing them up. No, Joey King was in The Conjuring and then was in Wish Upon. That's Joey King. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's the one who's like, hey. Well, not her, but she's the one who is uh, almost seduced with the multiverse. Oh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> You're into the multiverse? Don't you think multiverses are cool? Uh, yeah. Man, te- teenagers are a lot easier to uh, to chat up, apparently, than my day. If you just, like, hey, do you need multiverses? <laughs> the multiverse? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that is Black Box. Uh, this is the description. After losing his wife and his memory in a car accident, a single father undergoes an agonizing experimental treatment that causes him to question who he really is. Joe's I'm getting from these, bizarrely, is that they feel like they're <laughs> all short stories in an anthology, from the sounds of them, the, the descriptions. Sure. I can yeah, see I these can all see being like mm-hmm. 20 minute things. They're not, but <laughs> it feels like they could be. Yeah. Evil Eye on October 13th. Mm. A seemingly perfect romance turns into a nightmare when a mother becomes convinced her daughter's new boyfriend has a dark connection to her own past. And mm. then Nocturne, same night as that, inside the halls of an elite arts academy, a timid music student begins to outshine her more accomplished and outgoing twin sister when she discovers a mysterious notebook belonging to a recently deceased classmate. Uh, so, uh, that stars Sydney Sweeney, who was in uh, Sharp Objects and Handmaid's Tale, so I, I know I, I know her from those things. Um, did those two have uh, one that I recognised? Not really, no. Uh, so yeah, the, this is kind of a series of TV movies coming to Amazon, four of which are coming in October, which I guess makes sense. It's Blumhouse, it's October. Uh, I wouldn't expect us to review these just because this is adding a whole slate of movies that I'm <laughs> not convinced will be no. I mean, maybe if some of them get a bit of acclaim and say, "Hey, this one's really good," like you should look yeah. at it. Maybe <laughs> we'll look at the odd, we'll cherry pick the odd one. But uh, this is like a whole extra slate of releases to deal with. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really recognize any of the names uh, that you mentioned. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean they're bad or anything, but. You know, can't really get too excited uh, about them if I'm not really familiar with them. And then uh, as far as the premises go, I mean, they don't sound bad, but it's also nothing about them that necessarily, you know, screams like, oh, my God, that's super unique or cool. Or I never heard of that before. Like, oh, this is something I definitely want to check out. Like, sounds like it could be fine, but I guess we'll see. I, I wouldn't say I'm like, you know against this or anything like i probably will check it out at, at least out of curiosity but it's not hasn't really necessarily uh you know got me too excited at this point well you can tell me if any of them are worth covering then brave <laughs> 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 the wars i i mean one of the things that does say for a couple of those names is that they're up and coming so that, that's could be the sort mm-hmm. of thing where some of the future big horror directors might sure. you know have like a, a feature in here that, and then we'll go hey they came from this thing they you know they had their first movie yeah. or one of the early films was in that batch, and then they went mm-hmm. on to do these big notable things. So, I mean, yeah. it could be exciting in that sense, but I imagine that they're not all going to be winners, and hopefully... Sure. Because uh, Blumhouse themselves are really up and down. It's not like Blumhouse has a level of quality that we expect. They they have some absolute trash. Mm-hmm. They have some really good stuff to us. I think I would be more excited if... Uh, because you mentioned that it kind of sounds like Into the Dark, which, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. That's the first thing that it kind of reminds me of, so... And that was so uneven. Like most of those are, I, I I've actually seen all of them up to this point, and I would say 
yeah, the majority, unfortunately, are, like, really bad to painful. Like, there is a, a couple of good ones. Like, there mm -hmm. are ones that I enjoyed or that were just okay. Like, so, you know, I don't want to uh, diss everything, but uh, overall, it, it's kind of such a, a bad experience that, it, it yeah, doesn't make me too excited for this. But, I mean, again, I'll, I'll be curious uh, to check it out. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That is a uh, Bloomhouse. Oh, sorry, welcome to the Bloomhouse. I was, I was going to say it's Bloomhouse presents mm -hmm. because this is an obvious title, but it's Welcome to the Bloomhouse. And the poster for this is like an actual sort of dollhouse, uh, with each floor being a different one of these mm -hmm. movies. So, yeah, uh, this is coming in October. So you know, for your October thon viewing, maybe you'll be excited mm -hmm. by that. Uh, next up, though, we have um another update on the Fear Street uh, trilogy, the R.L. Stein Whoa. Fear Street books. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Netflix has acquired the movie trilogy adaptation of the books. But I think we talked about this a, a long time mm -hmm. ago, or if not us, I think way back when me and Connor still did regular movie news, I think we talked about mm -hmm. these been in the works. Uh, mm -hmm. Now they've actually landed at Netflix. So it's been a while since I've talked about it. Uh, Honeymoon director Lee Janik was directing the Fox Disney uh, sort of backed version of this. But then things maybe changed a little. I assume the, the Disney to Fox or Fox to Disney sale maybe had mm -hmm. something to do with this kind of ended up going elsewhere. But mm -hmm. yeah, so the plan uh, is for the three directed films, Fear Street Moves to premiere on Netflix one month apart in summer 2021. So this is going to be something where we get each film uh, over the course of the three summer months, which is cool. kind of interesting. Uh, so previously announced, the cast includes Jillian Jacobs uh, from Community. Sadie oh, Sink cool. from Stranger Things. Uh, she's, uh... Oh, I've forgotten all the names. Uh, Max, the redhead. Max. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. uh, also, Kiana Madeira, Olivia Welch, Benjamin Flores Jr., Ashley Zuckerman, Emily McCabe, Style, Fred Hetchinger, and Julia Rowald, Daryl Brett Gibson, and Jeremy Ford. Um, so, after the first two, I didn't recognize any of those names. But hey, I like those first two actors, mm -hmm. so... That's cool. Sure. So, here's the, I guess the description. They've given me the descriptions for all three of them, bizarrely. Uh, mm -hmm. So, in Fear Street 1, in 1994, the aftermath of a brutal tragedy in Shadyside, Ohio. Shadyside, come on, really? <laughs> on the nose, isn't it? Uh, a group of teens discover a series of horrifying events that have played their town over many years. Might not be random, and they may, in fact, be the next victims. Um... And then the second one's set in 1978, and then the third one's in 1666. So it actually goes back in time. Uh, Interesting. Each one's sort of set further past in the history. Uh, second one's at Camp Nightwing. Nightwing? Okay. <laughs> Dick Grayson, there you go on the phone. He's, he's, he's been copyright infringed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 1666 is a colonial town. So, sure. yeah. So, you know, uh, interesting uh, stuff. Um, I expect Pulpy... Yeah. You know, because obviously this is from the same author as Goosebumps, so I, th I think that maybe yeah. gives you a sense of maybe the type of horror it's going to be. I, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, like, I, I feel like, um, you know, the fact that it's Netflix and stuff, like, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of make, want to make it like, you know, Stranger Things-esque, like, I can kind of imagine, you know, kids riding around on bikes, you know, trying to mm -hmm. kind of solve some type of horror thing that, you know, on only they can really do, uh, yeah, I love Goosebumps growing up. I mean, I was a huge, huge bump head. Um, you know, I, I, as a kid, <laughs> I, 
Um, I don't, I don't know if I've read all of them. I, I certainly had a like a gigantic shelf full of, at some point, but uh, I, I don't think I ever like graduated onto like uh, R.L. Stein's other stuff. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I thought like uh, Fear, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But I thought Fear Street was like slightly like for a slightly older audience, like oh, maybe. I, like not like you know not like someone in their 30s would be reading it but like you know if goosebumps are for like uh nine or ten year olds and like you know I, I thought fear street was for you know like 14 15 year olds or something like that um so i, I don't think i ever checked it out and then i, I might be thinking of another series because I, I i do think there's like one other rl stein book that i read before and it was like way more adult than goosebumps and i was like whoa wait <laughs> i probably shouldn't be reading this like um but uh yeah so i i really but i really have no connection to fear street i oh I, you know i i do like the yeah i still have fondness for rl stein though and uh um yeah like you said i, I like the you know the, those two actors that i recognize so i will be interested to see more about this uh, yeah i, I think that's just something that's a lot more appealing for us to cover because it's like three months one movie a month and yeah if it's good obviously if we hate the first one then <laughs> maybe not maybe we'll be back for two and three but yeah, I think it's an intriguing little uh, summer event for Netflix. It's it's, it's a, the idea of releasing a movie trilogy over three months in the summer is a really intriguing mm-hmm. prospect, which makes sure. it kind of feel like a mini series almost, rather than a, a trilogy. But uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's got some source material to work from, so hopefully mm-hmm. it uh, nails some a tone and atmosphere that works for it, and we can yeah. get into it. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm definitely curious about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm excited, but I'm curious. Yeah, me too. Cool. So, next up. Oh, speaking of books you like, uh, <laughs> oh, St- <no. laughs> Stephen King adaptation. Oh, okay. uh, you know, we're, we're here. Uh, so, uh, from a Buick Eight, are you familiar with mm-hmm. this this one? Uh, I own it, but I have not read it yet. Mm. Yes. Uh, so, it various... <laughs> sounded so judgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just I was reading the next part of this and sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, bit of good news uh, mm-hmm. is that... Well, the bad news is that at one point, George A. Romero and Toby Hooper were both supposed to make a version of this. Uh, <laughs> I know. And then, more recently, William Brent Bell, who's the director of The Boy and Bram's The Boy 2, <laughs> was supposed to be attached to it. Luckily, oh <laughs> that never happened either. So Bummer. Yeah, uh, Thomas Jane... Three who, great horror directors all attached at one point. <laughs> I'm not dignifying that with a response. How dare you? <laughs> Thomas Jane's going to be in the in the movie though, and he's kind of spearheading it as a producer mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so, yes, da, 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 da. yes. So, uh, Stateland. So the news here is that Stateland director uh, Jim mm-hmm. Mickle is going to direct the film. Uh, I never actually saw Stateland, but um, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh, here's the description of the, the, the story, though, from the book. Uh, from a BUK, it centers around a rural town of Statler, Pennsylvania, where the state police have given, or sorry, have kept a mysterious 1954 Buick Roadmaster in the shed behind the barracks for over 20 years. When the town is plagued by strange and supernatural events, it turns out the Buick isn't what it seems to be. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I uh I, I could be wrong. I don't know if I'm confusing it with another story, but I want to say that like, 
in the trunk of the car <laughs> is it like a portal to something and like monsters come out um i i might be confusing it with something else but that's I'm okay. what like the only recollection i have <laughs> i'm okay with that as a premise honestly yeah <laughs> to have the oh, complaints yeah. about that yeah like uh and so yeah i don't know this this stateline guy but uh thomas jane's involvement does have me pretty uh excited uh, I, i've heard him on some other stephen king podcasts and he's a big uh you know king fan and he's been in some great adaptations uh, i think you know the mist and 1922 are two you know really good uh king uh works um that jane's been a uh, been a part of uh so yeah i mean I, i'm definitely for this i'm uh you know pretty excited uh, I will have to go ahead and read it probably pretty soon to get get ready for the movie. I never uh, saw nineteen twenty two, but I, I have to confess for a second there I was mixing mm -hmm. it up in my head within the long grass, and I was saying, "What are you talking about?" In the long grass, <laughs> terrible. I was like, "Oh no, he didn't say that. He said nineteen twenty two. I think nineteen twenty two is worth uh, checking out. I, I don't know if I necessarily call it horror. It, it's uh, it definitely has horror moments in it, but I mean, it is probably more, I guess, crime slash drama kind of thing. Hey, I mean, the best Stephen King movies are not horror. Yeah, no, arguably that's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, th there's a lot of horror ones I like, but I mean, it's hard to deny, like, you know, some like Shawshank, Stand By Me, Green Mile, like, you know, those are all phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but obviously you mentioned The Mist. The Mist is, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's up there. <laughs> Thomas Jane's in there. It's just pro mm -hmm. probably the best horror Stephen King movie, and maybe that'll get some flack from people, but it is. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it just no, is. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably be like between that and The Shining, I guess. But and then, oh, um, you know what? I always kind of forget about The Shining because <laughs> he hates it so much. I went, yeah, I yeah. went, I went on a tirade on the. Uh, I just recorded an Ace episode last night, and I went <laughs> on a tirade because we kept talking about books and movies and stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know if you'd agree with this. That you probably won't actually. You probably hate me for saying this, but <laughs> I said that uh, Stanley Kubrick's a much better movie director than Stephen King as a writer. So therefore, King can shut his damn mouth. <laughs> When it comes to the shining movie <laughs> um yeah i mean I, I yeah i definitely wouldn't agree with that i mean i, I think they're both masters in their uh the know, respected field but yes. I, I think sometimes people get like too um like uh defensive and not just about like this instance but i think like in other like examples where you know like um an adaptation sometimes maybe not is it, like I don't, I don't always want to say better but yeah, i think there are times when like um yeah the source material can get kind of like uh or it, it can kind of like elevate the source material or something and then uh I, I think sometimes people are too like quick to be like oh no like the original author is wrong but like no i mean i totally get why like you know it you know if you're very precious about something you create and like you know someone changes it like i can get why you'd be defensive about it i feel like uh, people like are quick to be like that person should shut his mouth that guy like made a better version of it it's like all right well sometimes <laughs> like you know these works are very like meaningful and like you know i, I think like, especially in king's case like that's like a very like you know important like personal book for him because you know he struggled with like addiction issues and stuff like throughout his life so you know like if someone kind of changes what you see is like you know a pivotal uh you know like part of it in in the book which also like reflects your life like yeah of course you would be kind of upset about that like so i, I don't know it's some, like whatever i think it's just kind of weird sometimes when people are like that guy doesn't know what he's talking about even though he wrote the source material screw him 
Way to take me cracking a joke to upset you into a really serious, <laughs> long thought out point, which makes me look like a dick. So thank you for that. Uh, so... The joke. I mean, obviously, yeah. The the joke's funny. I agree with the joke, but I just <laughs> wanted to say say my piece. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, so we are at some trailers though. Um, I, I I looked through so many trailers. I, do you know what? There's so many little, little <laughs> small crap horror trailers every week that you have to wade through when you're doing this. Uh, but we have a, a movie called The Lockdown like, Haunting. Start making like fake ones and just throw them in there. <laughs> throw you off. <laughs> so we have this movie called The Lockdown Hauntings, and would you believe it? After Host, we I mean obviously this wasn't made since Host because Host just came out a couple weeks ago. But I think it's funny that there was a lot of potentially competing movies trying to like get be the first <laughs> lockdown created movie to get out there. <laughs> Uh, so we actually have one that's got it in the title. The Lockdown Hauntings was shot <laughs> during lockdown. Uh, it actually has Tony Todd and what looks like a cameo on a, on a laptop call at some point. Uh, they probably actually got him through cameo. <laughs> Very good. Uh, <laughs> but this is actually shot like a traditional movie. This is not a, a sort of found footage camera screen film. Like mm-hmm. uh, It focuses on the main character at the very least. So... There's at least someone filming her, maybe a couple of people in a crew, uh, which, I, you know. I mean, I don't understand that because at the beginning of the trailer, they said there was like no crew. But then you watch it and it's like there had to be someone there. Yeah, at the, at the very least, there's someone holding a damn camera. <laughs> like, yeah. At the, at the very <laughs> least. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it's literally the director and like one other person are doing every job so they're mm-hmm. trying to claim that's not a crew but it's still technically a crew yeah. like i mean it's a very yeah, totally. small crew but it's a crew uh so i i don't know necessarily what the the situation uh is here uh, I, I wonder if like maybe the the lead actress and the the director slash cameraman slash whatever like mm-hmm. i wonder if they live together anyway so that's why this uh, is maybe you know this is like ah well we're, we're quarantined together anyway so whatever uh <laughs> we, we could do this Anyway, that's that's whale speculation. I have no nothing to base that on. Uh, so here's the description <laughs> for this this uh here film. With the streets now empty, it isn't just nature that is taking advantage of this unprecedented global <laughs> disaster. Spirits are freer than ever before, and the spirit of a notorious serial killer, aka, wait, hold on, we can't say aka after a notorious serial killer. That's not that's not what they're known <laughs> as. That's not a name. That is a that's weird. I'm docking points for that. Uh, aka <laughs> the locksmith. Or just known mm. as the... It's not also known as... It's just known as the locksmith. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's back from the dead, and he has even more potential victims. Can self-isolating detective George Parker, uh, played by Angela Dixon, uh, with the gains of paranormal expert John Myers, Tony Todd, mm. over Skype or whatever, uh, prevent more young mm. women from becoming victims of the lockdown hauntings? Uh, so there's a lot of stuff in this with her, like, reacting to chairs moving and stuff like that. and. Mm-hmm. It was, I was getting Invisible Man vibes more than anything, to be honest. It felt like it was, oh, there's an invisible person in the house doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the trailer? Uh, I think this looks awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I was not into it. Like, Hey, don't apologize uh, to me. I apologize, apologize <laughs> to the, 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 the brave filmmakers uh, risking their lives mm. to bring you entertainment in this time of need. Yeah, I do feel like this is probably just like a normal, like, uh, however many people <laughs> they would have to make this movie, and then it feels like they're just trying to emphasize, like, oh no, like we we're very safe, like there's no crew here, like we we're like yeah yeah right, it's probably <laughs> probably idiots just we're taking advantage of this. Um, 
I, I mean, I, I don't get it. Like what? Like people aren't going outside as much. So like spirits can take over. Like, is that what they're trying to say? Yeah, like... it's, it's kind of a weird thing because like, presumably this would happen anyway. Like, I, don't, I don't know what the context for why the yeah. lockdown is letting this happen. I mean, maybe it's just a simple like... case of, well, you can't get any help because everyone's self-isolating. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, yeah. but it's not like it's not like in most haunting movies there's mm-hmm. anyone who can really help you anyway except maybe the one yeah you know exorcist or whatever like most people are just kind of like oh we don't know what to do we can't shoot this oh yeah it, it's so funny because like you know obviously the other big example of a movie made during quarantine is host mm-hmm. which like you know uh that just feels like it you know, it, it saw a situation and made something that was like interesting and thoughtful and compelling around that versus this, which like just feels like dumb and exploitative and just like trying to like capitalize on the moment. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, like, I don't know. It just feels like cheesy and <laughs> lame and yeah, just trying to, you know, just uh, like make like a, a quick buck and, and or something instead of, yeah, actually being thoughtful and yeah i mean just nothing about it i, th- I thought really looked good <laughs> yeah no nah, it looks bad uh I, honestly and also the trailer felt so long too it was like oh yeah this is just a regular trailer like why am i bored like you shouldn't be <laughs> bored in like a short trailer yeah honestly this made the cut because it was notable that it was another lockdown movie yeah. and i was i wanted to talk about that happening again more than i did the movie itself but yeah the movie looks kind of shit <laughs> so uh unfortunate but it is what it is uh, next up we get a hulu original movie called mm. bad hair from uh justin uh, simon or simeon i'm not sure how pronounce his last name uh, who mm. worked on dear white people and mm. this is a movie about well hair but <laughs> well here's the, here's the description I'll the, the horror satire is set in 1989 good year good year that uh, mm. that's the best year of the history of the planet because it's the year that uh, the excellence of myself was brought into this world and nothing was ever the same again but an ambitious <laughs> young woman gets to uh, gets a weave in order to succeed mm. in the image obsessed world of music television however her flourishing career may come at great cost when she realises that her new hair may have a mind of its own uh, this trailer kind of grossed me out. There's a lot of close-ups of, like, oh, the yeah. scalp and, like, hair <laughs> moving and, like, sort of jabbing the scalp. And mm-hmm. it was kind of... Uh... That said, though, I do think this bizarre looks quite good. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It, it seems very uh, effective, like, a uh, body horror kind of movie. And, uh, yeah, like, I honestly, like, I couldn't necessarily tell you what's going on in it. Like, I don't know, like, does the hair possess people? Does the hair have a mind of its own? Is it, like trying to kill the person or is it trying to kill other people like i'm not exactly sure but like what i can definitely tell you from the trailer is yeah like you said it looks like it has some like really squeamish good body horror moments um looks like it's got like yeah. a, a lot of like really good well-known actors that um you know and it had kind of like a nice tense vibe to it so i'm i'm pretty excited about this movie yeah who, who, who could forget that uh kelly Rowland from freddy views jason is finally getting another chance at the horror oh, hell genre. yeah She's in there. <laughs> fantastic uh you got james van der beek that's dawson dawson yeah. creek himself <laughs> not that he was called dawson creek in the show uh yeah <laughs> he had a creek by him which they referred <clears throat> to as dawson's creek Vanessa <laughs> um, williams is in there too jay farrow whole thing uh so elena waits in there so 
it's uh it's an interesting looking film uh, and because it's satire i suspect there will be some social commentary mm. uh especially given from the person who did dear white people of all things uh it makes a lot mm. of sense that show was very high quality so i expect cool. that side of it to be good it's now the horror side of it uh, it looks promising from the teaser trailer now it's only a minute yeah. long which is why i don't think we have a good concrete idea of exactly how it works yeah. mm-hmm. but it gave me enough of a feeling and a tone that i'm kind of into it and i'm yeah. yeah totally yeah and uh, this is coming out on october 23rd so this could be a late october thon, okay. uh, entry but we'll see we'll see uh it could be mm-hmm. a catch-up thing at the end of the year though instead but mm-hmm. that is a uh, bad hair next up a uh, trailer for clown face which <laughs> is a you know, slasher killer basically who has a clown mask made out of human flesh which, when I read that, I thought, wait, so he's Leatherface then? Like, that's not- <laughs> but no, it, it, he's kind of arranged it in a way that it's got like, the clown mm. diamond over his eye and, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's whatever. And this is actually coming out very soon. This is coming out on August 18th. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, on, very soon. On VOD, yeah. This, this is mm. less than a week from recording uh, <laughs> and when this goes out. So uh, mm. it's this week, this coming week. So, yeah. I mean, what did you think of this teaser? Uh, honestly, it didn't really do much for me. I think it it was super short and like so I didn't really get much of a, a sense of like what the movie was about. And I, I mean, maybe it's a slasher movie, so maybe I shouldn't you know need to know too much. Um, but there, it, I don't know. It seemed like a little try hard. Like like oh yeah, this like you know serial killer wears wearing the face of a clown and like oh how you know twisted and messed up is that you know what i mean like i, I like i don't know I, I like something simple like just like a you know a killer is just wearing like a hockey mask or you know just like a halloween mask or something like i don't know i, I feel like you know sometimes people just try a little too hard and be like oh man isn't he sick and gross and look he looks all like dirty and sweaty and stuff but yeah um i, I mean that being said though uh you know it still could be good i'm, I'm not like against it like i, I am actually curious and, and wouldn't mind checking it out but yeah i'm um, curious as well yeah. i i like the trail didn't do a whole lot for me necessarily but it's sort of thing where there's also not like there's not a lot of red flags either because I, yeah. I, I agree that it's a bit try hard and it's the sort of thing where i might just sort of roll my eyes when i watch it mm. uh but I, I might have said the same thing about art the clown and terrifier ended up in a great little movie so well i, I think that kind of hurts uh this though because mm. we did have such a good like clown slasher movie not so uh you know not so long ago that it's like you know it, it's hard to maybe get excited about this uh but i mean hey who knows yeah uh, maybe they watched uh, Terrifier and said to themselves what we says like well he's acting more like a mime than a clown and they thought no we want to do a yeah. real clown <laughs> that's true <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's why this exists <laughs> alright <laughs> the last trailer for the week is a movie called The Owners uh, starring mm-hmm. Maisie Williams from your uh, your uh, New Mutants <laughs> <laughs> coming soon that's another one uh, you apparently. ready to go to the theaters <laughs> not for that I, I might brave it, it for tonight I'm not brave it for the goddamn unions uh so yeah so that's actually i mean even this article in blade disgusting kind of sort of compares it to don't breed in the sense that it starts with mm-hmm. a group of young people breaking into this house in this case it's an elderly couple uh and then it kind of flips oh. as it goes as the elderly couple seem to actually be very dangerous after they injure one of the kids and then the, you know, the, 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 these young people are sort of trapped in the house with them and they're mm-hmm. dangerous and potentially deadly so 
Uh, this is coming out on September 4th. So again, pretty mm. soon. These VOD movies sneak up far too quick. It's, it's starting to be distressing how <laughs> how all of a sudden there's this, this slate of films coming out when I thought we had tons of time to do Octoberthon and theme month stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but they want to they want to hook you with the trailer and then be like, and guess what? You can watch it in two days. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just that E3 thing of, uh, and it's available right now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think of the trailer? Though? Um, I wasn't into it. Uh, yeah, I, I think my first thought was, uh, oh, we've seen this before. I mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned Don't Breathe, but then there's also so much. Uh, there's also like. You know, what was a uh, I forget the name, but we did that other one where like they break in and uh, you know, like the the people start messing with them. Um, what was it there? There's like a sick girl in in the bed and stuff, and then the house ended up having like traps. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name. Oh, of it. is that was that the one with the the, the woman with uh, agoraphobia? Uh, intruders. Oh, I see. May yeah 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 yeah. I think. That yeah 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 that one. I, I love how long uh, this show's been going now. This is this is one that we actually reviewed on the show, and we're both sitting here going, yeah. "Yeah, I think that was this one." <laughs> there's that, and there's also that one, um, uh, villains, which I I don't think we did on the show, nah, but uh, but I mean, I, again, like you know, same thing, like oh yeah, these criminals break into the house, uh, you know, that and you think it's just like you know, nice normal elderly couple, but guess what, you know, it's so um. You know, so it wasn't so. I mean, my first thought was just kind of like, all right, yeah, I've seen that before. But I mean, it, it's not like you can't do something new and interesting with that premise. Like, it, it is kind of a that is a broad thing that you know you can expand upon a lot. So, uh, I'm not necessarily against it, but I mean, there wasn't really much else in the trailer to, um, you know, really uh, get me too excited. Uh, I mean, even as a a comic book guy the fact that they say it's based on an acclaimed graphic novel that i've never heard of that makes me <laughs> question things a little bit i mean like like i mean we're both big comic guys and obviously you know we we don't get around to reading everything but have you ever heard of this in your life nope, never <laughs> never once uh yeah, yeah it makes you so, sort of do a sort of semi forest whitaker kind of look you're not like what's that <laughs> acclaimed you see acclaimed yeah um i mean maybe if you're like a normal person who doesn't read many comic books like you might hear that and be like oh okay must be good then but i don't know for a lot of the people like us like uh, if anything that I, makes me I feel more like, judgmental of it <laughs> i feel like it's just a case of they can't just say it's based on a graphic novel they have to say so yeah. they have to put an adjective in front to make it sound like it was a good graphic novel so but just saying based on the good graphic novel doesn't sound right so they end yeah. up landing on either acclaimed or hit and I'm like, all it really means is it was a graphic novel. It wasn't successful. It yeah. wasn't a big a big deal, at least as far as we know. <laughs> so, I mean, all I need to do is get to, like, one person to say something good about Goatman. So when I do the eventual Goatman movie, I can say, <laughs> based on the beloved <laughs> comic book. Um, but, I mean, no, like, it's, I don't think it looks horrible. Um, I just don't think there's necessarily anything about it that, you know, um, you know, made my hair stand up or something uh you know so i'd be willing to check it out but i'm not like super excited about it look out for tim's new comic an american werewolf in the white house coming soon yeah (laughs) president werewolf is almost here i'll uh (laughs) yeah are you you mad that i just gave you a better title than what you called it (laughs) that is is pretty good but uh yeah unfortunately we've gotten depressed so it's too late now (laughs) 
That's just why you consult with me, Tim. You consult. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I, I will, uh, uh, I do look forward to, uh, promoting that here on the show. I'll have more information on that, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say about <laughs> this movie. Just, just, uh, you promote it was saying, uh, you'll be liking his policies. Liking it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like that. Uh, have to use some of that in the, the upcoming weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have that one for free. Uh, but <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's that's the yeah. I don't. I, I don't know if I even give my opinion on the the trailer. It, it looks it looks kind of just mediocre. It looks fine, but, but not particularly yeah. good. Uh, but it, that, that's probably felt the most mainstream out of all the trailers. Though it felt like a sure. like a, a bigger, <laughs> not I mean not a big release, but it, it felt like hey, there's like an actual star from a TV show in this, and yeah, it's yeah. So. Uh, but there you go. That is uh, this week's horror movie news. Uh, feel mm-hmm. free to uh, add on any little things we might have not talked about that you think we should have in the comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free. Uh, feel free to like as well. Liking is really important on YouTube. It is a nice, easy, and free mm-hmm. way to support everything we do and help us find more people. Uh, you can also, of course, mm-hmm. get us on patreon.com slash TV for as little as $1 per month and you get some bonuses for your trouble. Uh, primarily, you get an extra episode of Screams After Midnight every single month. There's a back catalogue now of about 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. So go and have a look and see if you're interested in that. And then the $5 tier, you get to vote an episode once a month and you get early access to all the review episodes by a day. So go and have a look, see if you're interested. Um, and then, of course, you also get bonuses for other shows from Alphaz TV if you happen to like more than just Screams. Uh, maybe you like the Atomic Cinema Experiment that I did with Tara that talks about science fiction, uh, mm-hmm. where I, you know, slyly make fun of Tim when he's not there. Uh because I can get away with it. <laughs> uh, I have never done it. Well, I'm not going to say never. But mm. it's not a regular feature. Okay. <laughs> it's not like we get to half time during every episode. I'm like, okay, now it's for five minutes of Tim bashing, and then we'll get back to our regularly scheduled review. <laughs> I have to randomly listen to some episodes. <laughs> make sure this isn't happening. <laughs> but yeah. So there you go. That is uh, a. So also get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight. Uh, for apparently it was our two year anniversary on Twitter uh, this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a. <laughs> that annoyed me because like you know like you see those things come up and then it says like celebrate with a special tweet made just for you so like i don't know i I thought they were gonna give you like one of those dumb videos where they i don't know like show your most commented tweets or something but then like i clicked on whatever thing like okay and then like (laughs) it didn't do anything i was like that's dumb yeah i thought but here's your most liked tweet from the last two years here's your most Retweeted tweet from the IS. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, hey ho. That has been us, though. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, keep watching scary movies, and we will see you next time.